Alan Lane Curtis, and I play Birdie, a town menace, desperately searching for clues to figure out this mystery on Georgie's birthday. But hey, life is much more manageable when thought of as a scavenger hunt as opposed to a surprise party. I'm Mary Stack, and I play Georgie Sullivan, owner of Nitwit Haven and the birthday girl. I think we can all agree the real mystery is what new small accessory Bonnette is going to get. Hi, I'm Willow Wilson, and I play Renette Bollinger, a mother and caretaker of Bonnette. Obviously, Bonnette is the main character of this story. And I'm thinking maybe a, a, a blazer, a blazer for Bonnette to go with the vest and the hat. My name is Jonah Knight, and this is Roll to Metal. It's part four of the marvelous, magical, murdered Magnus of Murder. Written by Alicia Furness. Follow the link in the show notes for more information about her and the games that she has designed. It is a little hard for me to predict these things, but I think we have two more episodes left of this mystery. And after that, I'm going to guess more murder somewhere. Okay, let's go. Georgie, it's your birthday, and it's been the best birthday ever. And right now, you and your friends are sitting at the bar. Sally is still on the other side. She's fussing about, and she leans in and says, okay, I really need to close this register. This is this has got to be the last call. Any more drinks for anyone? I really have to shut this down. Oh, I definitely need to not drink anymore. Yeah, I think we're, I think we're good. We're probably good. I think we're good. Bonnette is luckily too distracted by Bonnette, uh, who is making a cute little face, uh, too distracted by Bonnette to ask for another drink. And Sally sort of turns and starts closing the register for real. And Fern, who is next to you, is flipping through her notepad, sitting on the bar stool at the end, looking through, looking through. And she says, "Okay, okay, All right. Here's what I've got so far. And she looks up. If you notice anything that's a little wrong, or if you can point me on the right track, pretty much, here are my notes. Here are my notes. After talking to everyone, let's see, Mr. Joey Gold, I guess he's the manager, said that Magnus probably died from a heart attack. Um, Jessica Hansen, the dancer, said that Magnus was loved by everyone and had no enemies. Everyone loved him. Mr. LaShawn Tyler said, what is he, makeup and costumes, right, right. Um, This was a horrible tragedy. Uh, Mr. Jim Roy, who safety coordinator, said that nothing went wrong with the equipment. And Mr. Anthony Bastion said that Joey's a backstabber, Jessica's talentless hack, LaShawn slept his way into the job, and that Jim might kill anyone because he's dumb. Okay, but the Ren Fair. So that's going to be the week after Moose murders, I think? So are we going in costume because I have a historically accurate Canadian outfit that I might wear? Are we doing that? Oh, yes. Of course we're going in costume. It's Renette. Yes. If she was a little more like there right now, she would be very excited about that historically accurate Canadian costume. Mm -hmm. Hey. But this will be more of a surprise, though. It can be a surprise. You're so right. You're so right. Renette. Renette. Who's a cute little baby? You're so cute. I think we're just not going to drink with her again, maybe. <laughs> How does that feel? Look at those or animals. maybe not have small fuzzy animals along with so the big? alcohol. 
consumption. Mm-hmm. Well, that's impossible because Pearl. To answer your question, Vern, absolutely yes. <laughs> as long as we can just like tie up this this whole murder thing pretty quick, I think we should be fine. I think it's it's pretty much tied up. It was probably a heart attack, right? No. So no. I don't think so. Probably. Lynette oh. says there's a lot of people with motive. There's like a lot of motive. It's like the lot. And she flips through her notepad. No, it, it said they said that there was no motive because everyone loved him. So why? I mean, yeah, of course they would say that to you. They don't want to be of... seen as suspicious. Yeah, it doesn't always have to be that they are murdered motive motive to murder <laughs> the guy. <laughs> Maybe they had motive to frame each other for it. Hey, Sally, can we get, like, water over here, please? Sally um, doesn't get bottles this time because that would mean selling them. So she finds a couple of glasses and fills them up. That's fine. That's fine. I mean, yeah. Drink up, Bunnett. Nope, that's for you. Well, says Fern, I mean, I, I, um, I mean, these are my notes. Unless you, one of you saw something else or, or heard something. I mean, I think this is, you know, I mean, we're like, about like, done. A lot of gossip. There was a restraining order. There's a missing toolbox. There was a newspaper clipping that's a traitor on it. Like a whole, a whole bunch of things. Someone. So LaShawn is cheating on his husband. Jim. What? No. Hmm? Really? I heard tell. Through the. I want to say Anthony told me. The basics of what he said was that uh, LaShawn's lipstick was smudged. Yeah. And it was heavily implied that uh, none of LaShawn's lipstick that had been smudged uh, was on Jim, LaShawn's secret husband. And so it probably means... LaShawn was fooling around with someone else. Or Anthony is making a bunch of things. Uh, It seems to me like Anthony has a bunch of things to say about everybody and maybe had the most to gain from Magnus's death. I trust Anthony so hard. Why? (laughs) Just vibes. Okay, okay, right. We can't really, like not place blame for a murder because of vibes, though I totally get where you're coming from. Mm, yeah. Oh, also the restraining pit- order that, that Jim had against Joey Gold. Ooh. Yeah, sure, why not? Let's look at that. <laughs> We're all still tipsy. Georgie took a picture. Mm-hmm. So I want to look at the details of the restraining order. Who and why? Okay. If that's If that's information on there. Yeah, I mean, I don't know actually what information is written on a restraining order, but we can assume. But in Brindlewood Bay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that um, it was definitely taken out by Jim. It was filed against Joey. And it looks like it was done about three weeks ago. Three weeks is pretty, that's kind of close. Yeah. Something very recently must have happened. Yeah, and there's, but uh, it's hard to make that work when they're still working together. How do you train when you're working on the same show? Mm -hmm. 
Drink some more water. Drink that, mm-hmm. Bennett. Yeah, but like, Fern, I just feel like maybe not a heart attack. And also, we should totally talk to Brett before we make those decisions. Because, like, some guy just said, oh, it was probably a heart attack, not like the actual medical examiner, right? Oh, right, right. And she starts Uh taking notes. Who was it that said he had a heart attack again? Um, Joey? Yeah, Joey. Joey Joey Gold said that he probably died from a heart attack. That's pretty Mm. presumptuous. And a a little suspicious. What if LaShawn was cheating on Jim with Joey and then Joey is restrained from Jim. Jim got the restraining order against Joey because they've got beef and uh, Joey wanted to frame Jim, which is why he stole a toolbox and is um, trying to get Jim out of the picture. Um uh, and, uh, uh, bunny, bunny, bunny. bunny. So I'm, I'm tra- actually, I'm tracking with that. My only questions are though, then what about the bunny? Who's what? bunny? Oh my God. What about the new I forgot you're a clue as well. Yeah. You're a yes. clue. You're just a pretty little bunny, but you're also a clue. Oh my God. And like, I'm I'm still thinking about Anthony and I'm not trying to be mean, but what if Bunnett is his? <laughs> I know, I know everyone said that only amateurs use bunnies, but I know he's been an assistant this whole time. So we haven't really shown the bunny to people i don't think i think i, I think just it's like a, grabbed her and, and i think ran and named her and now we've put this little disguise on her as well i think i need a breather does anyone <laughs> want to go talk about this in my car please yes okay <laughs> I, need, I need some music that's not like you know the screams of finding a dead body or like really bad magic act music i need something a little bit better to like cleanse my palate you know what i mean I I hear that, and I I wouldn't mind having a little centering time knitting. Cool, Fern, you want to come with? Are you good? I'll, I'll yeah, I'll, I'll. No, I can't. I am. I'm uh, just working. like a couple minutes. Just a couple. Oh, no, I'm working. Thank you. That means a lot. But solve this stupid. Murder. We'll be back in like five minutes, and we'll probably have like solved the whole thing. Okay. I mean, you don't have to come back. You could probably just go home if you want. We no, don't... we're not going to leave you. a job to do. Oh, it's so We're sweet. not going to leave you. It's so boring doing it by yourself, you know? Well, I'm I'm actually not by myself. I have a partner no, now. No, he doesn't count. No, he's really nice. He's sweet, too. Uh, um, no. <laughs> no. 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 Uh-uh. Yeah, right. okay, come on. Come on, Renette. <laughs> yes, car time. Mm-hmm. Mm. And the three of you get into Ringo. What would you like to do here? The cozy move. <laughs> I think we're trying to sober up. <laughs> All right, now there is a consequence for Renette if she sh- sobers up. 
we we mm-hmm. we narrowly dodged that last time because she quickly got drunk again. Yes, it was very important to me. But I think I, I hate that now. I think it has to happen. Um, not only because then I because I am attached to Bennett, but also because then. Uh, when I lose my train of thought, I can't just have Renette go bunny, 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 bunny. <laughs> <laughs> I have to actually complete my thoughts. Okay, I'm sorry for this question. How many clues do we need? We're at five. How many did we need to? Uh, seven. This is a mystery of seven. Okay. To review the cozy move. When you have an intimate moment with another maven while one of you is engaged in your cozy activity, you may each clear an appropriate condition. If it's your cozy activity, you can also stumble on a clue relevant to the active mystery. Tell the keeper what it is. The clue cannot conclusively solve the mystery by itself. So are all three of you engaging in your cozy activity while in Ringo? I mean, I definitely am because I'm listening to music in in one of my cozy spaces. So it's like a a double win for me. Mm-hmm. I guess Georgie is knitting, so I'm crafting a little cravat for Bonnet. I would like to see what sort of uh, intimate moment comes about. So would I. Well, <laughs> first and foremost, <laughs> I got this. I got this. Okay. First and foremost, I put on one of my favorite albums of all time, Rubber Soul. So I put that on. We've got that just like, just, we've got the volume on like 13 or 14, just, just enough to like have an undertone. After we all get settled a little bit, I think Birdie says, you know, besides all the murder and stuff, it was kind of fun going out and having like a, an out night, a girl's night again. It's just, it's been a while since I've done something like this. And I don't know, not to be sappy or whatever. And if you try to talk to me about this when I'm sober, I will, I will literally kill you. Um, But I guess I'm just like, I don't know, appreciative of your company or whatever. I don't know. It reminds me of better times when I was younger and happier or whatever. But I guess I'm like happier now oh birdie i'm appreciative of your company as well this has been i mean again murder aside this has been a lovely outing and you know book club is great and i'm glad we continue to do book club but we should try to do more of these let's get dressed up and go out adventures there's no reason not to really this night is imperfect. There has been no downsides. <laughs> Not even the murder. What? Oh, right. Murder. Anyway, <laughs> I think Joshi would be so pleased to know that I, you know, I have these solid friendships that we have each other and we're taking care of each other. And that includes going out, it includes book club, it includes coffee dates, and it includes going out. Just having a fun time with your friends and bunny. Yeah. And mm-hmm. the end with the bunny. Yes. Mm-hmm. Bennett, yeah. Yeah. I guess we're like friends or whatever. We're a family, basically. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. I need to open a window. 
Bernie takes a big gulp of air. <laughs> this is fine. Yeah, no, that's that's chill. We can, yeah. Mm-hmm. Renette and uh, Bonette both stick their head out the window, kind of like a, a dog in a car, even though the car isn't moving. I turn up the music a lot louder so I don't have to respond to the sappiness anymore. Bertie, you're listening to music inside of your cozy place. Uh, Georgie, you are knitting. You're engaged in your cozy activity. Renette, how focused are, are you? Are you? I mean, you're focused on this bunny. I'm focused on the on Bonnet, and I am uh, crafting the cravat. Can multitask. It feels like for all of you, this tipsiness is going away. Right around the time when Brett comes out of the siren pushing a gurney with a body-shaped object under a sheet on the top. It feels like, Bertie, since this was your cozy place and you directed this cozy activity, that perhaps there is a clue that you might find without having to roll for it. I mean, of course I'm going to go gossip with Brett. I want to know the deeds. Well, there he is going up to the back of the ambulance. No siren is on, just the lights are kind of going around. And it looks like he opens the back door. It's not too far away. The three of you can see clearly. Do do you guys want to... I feel like we should talk to him. We feeling good? How are we feeling? You want another minute or two? I'll come with you. Let's let's talk to him. Hey, uh... I can take... I'll take the rabbit off of you. Don't worry. What is this doing... It's totally fine. I just pick up the rabbit and I hold it. And I'm like, here's a lint roller. I keep one in my car at all times. Oh my God, thank you. You're very welcome. What? Okay, I I need a minute. Yeah, I'm gonna stay back. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right, Bertie. Well, you've got Bonette in your arms. I I guess. And Georgie by your side. And Renette is still- Anything for friendship or whatever. (laughs) Yeah. Renette is still inside, I guess, using the lint roller. Yeah. And so the two of you uh, approach Brett as it looks like he's trying to coordinate this gurney and line it up with the back of the ambulance. Do you need any help? Oh, Are you good? You know, this is this is pretty basic. Body onto the thing and the thing into the ambulance. Bumps the, am- the, the gurney into the ambulance. He looks puzzled and he pushes it again. It's supposed to collapse when you hit it. Maybe I need to push harder. Um, That's weird. It takes a step Not- or two back. Kind of like does like a jog right at the back of the ambulance. And he hits it. And the gurney folds up. and starts to slide into the back of the ambulance. I just wasn't. Yeah, I, I just wasn't going that hard. I should have. I should have been pushing harder. Sometimes, you know, you want to you want to be gentle around bodies, but they don't care. You just have to like shove real hard sometimes. It's really a shame. Uh, the the magic show was really great. I'm I'm just so sad that it happened the way that it did. I mean, like we don't even know what happened. He was just on stage and then he wasn't. We thought it was part of the act for a while. Yeah, I don't I don't trust magicians or wizards or anything. That's super fair. That's super fair. Because like, how do you know what's real and what's not, right? Yeah, but I mean, I'm my... sure there's like a a real explanation for him being dead or something, right? Oh yeah, he died. So yeah, like like how though? I don't. And he looks down, and he looks around, 
And he turns and circles a couple of times and says, I left my bag inside. I'll be right back. Can the three of you, oh, just make sure no one takes the ambulance again. And I'll be right back. And he jogs back off into the siren. Yeah, okay, okay. Okay, so I like hop in. I want to see what's up. Yeah, what do you want to do in the back of this ambulance with this body? In hospitals, next to like a gurney, they have like the clipboard attached to it that says what's happening. Hmm. I want to see if there's something like that. If not, I guess I'll like peel the sheet back for a second and like, ooh. I'm hoping there's a clipboard. (laughs) There absolutely is. Yeah, definitely. I think that it would say on the clipboard, cause of death, sudden loss of life. Yeah. (laughs) Or unalived. (laughs) Unalived. Yeah. Not living. favorite. Mm -hmm. Question mark. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, just that (laughs) specifically that noise. We'd need an actual medical examiner to determine, like, actual cause of death. So I'm thinking that if, like, our friend Brett wrote down notes about what it could be, maybe it would be something visible, like something ligature marks or, what you know what I mean, something that you could see that would cause you to take note of something. I will also say that I'm pretty sure that the three of you have never once really examined a body <laughs> which is always an option it's always an option as opposed to the clipboard yeah <laughs> what does Bernie I mean, want to do <laughs> he's still holding Bonette. have Bonette examine the body <laughs> no um i will say georgie uh you're noticing that Bonette seems less happy being held by Bertie than she did when she was being held by Renette. Aww. It's fine. She's fine. Don't make that aw noise. I'm a great caretaker. I'm very nurturing. Oh, I don't think it has anything to do with whether or not you're a good caretaker. I think this little bunny just loves Renette, and I don't know what can be done about that. I think I think Bertie says nothing. Just, <laughs> there's, there's nothing to say to that. She's She's done with this. Um, oh man. Okay. I guess if the notes wouldn't be super conclusive, I guess she would take a look at the notes first. And if there wasn't anything interesting, she'd be like, I need to glean something. And then she'd be like, okay, this is going to be really gross. Can you just like take a couple steps back? I don't want to freak you out. And she peels back the thingy. Do you need both uh-huh. hands? Should I take the bunny? Sure, you could have should the I, bunny. Should God. I trade? Should I trade? Here, you might need this. And she hand, and I hand her a knitting needle. <laughs> to don't, so you don't have to touch the sheet. That's definitely take, a good idea. I'll take the bunny. I hold the knitting needle like it's a fork, or no, specifically like like uh, a knife that when you're like I'm ready to eat, and you just bang your fists on the table in that like really impolite way. That way. So it's just like full fist knitting needle. <laughs> yeah, and lifts the, the covers. Renette, there is a tapping on the window right next to you. And you didn't see this at first. And you see your brother standing right <laughs> next to the car. And he's making that like little circle with his hand like, why don't you, why don't you roll down the window a little bit? It's, it's not... It, no cars have a little rolly thing anymore. Just, he's through the window. Just roll down the window. It doesn't, there's not a crank. It's a button now. 
I get out of the car. What do you want? Ronnie, what are you doing? What does it look like? I was having a lovely night out with my friends. Why are and you... And then murder happened. You can't... You can't keep hanging around the murders. What do you... What? I... Hanging around the murders. Everywhere you go, there's murders. I've, the murders happen after I get here. Though that that does sound incriminating, but yeah, that's not is, any better. That doesn't. That you're, you know what? I'll, I'll let you have that one. That's not better. Um, but <laughs> I'm not seeking out the murders. I'm not hanging around. That's insulting. I'm. I'm just here. It's a small town. There's not a lot of places for me to be, and there's apparently a lot of murders. There's a there's a whole lot of places on this island without any murders. And you're always in the places with the murders. You'd, you'd be surprised. The, the, the amount of murders to not murders is not what you want it to be. Look, you can go to the bookstore. There's no murders in the bookstore. One of the last times I was at the bookstore, you know what there was? A murder. All right. Okay. Well, then just go to the grocery store. There's no murders in there the grocery store. There was a murder store. at the grocery store. Really? There's a murder I, at the grocery store? Yes, there was a murder at the grocery store. Try naming a place. And and I, I bet you there was a murder. All right, all right. The harbor. There's murder. no murders in the... There was a murder. There's a murder in the harbor? There was a murder in the harbor. They dredged up the body. All right. Well, then maybe you should just go on a boat ride, because if you go on nope. a nice boat ride... Nope. Murder on the boat. There's a murder on a boat? There's There was a murder on a boat, and then there was a different murder that you had to take a boat to get to it. Huh. Hey, there's a lot of murders around here. Yeah, that's what I've been trying to tell you. You still, you should just not, okay, you should try harder not to be around. Where's your, okay, are they in the ambulance? No, they were just, they were, they left me, I needed some air, and they needed some different air, so they're just walking over, they wanted to talk to, to, to an old friend we met at a different murder, the EMT, Brett. Inside the ambulance, Bertie, what are you seeing under this uh, this sheet? A dead body, and it's gross. She can't really glean anything from like the cause of death, but I think she finds something very interesting. Mm-hmm. Do tell. Um, I think that tucked into his lapel of his like magic suit. Something we didn't notice before because, you know, it was dark in the under part of the stage uh, is a business card uh, that's got like purples and golds on it. And it's got just one eye on one side and then a QR code on the other. And she does not know what that is. And Jonah, I'm really hoping that you want to elaborate on what that is, because that's the best I got for the clue. It's a purple and gold card. Uh Uh-huh. When you say I, do you mean like eyeball I, or do you mean like the letter I? Like an eyeball I. And then on the other side is a QR code. Yes, very mysterious. It is okay, mysterious. But, but wait, then Georgie photographs it, and we follow yeah. the QR. What's We don't know what this is. Let's take a picture. What? <laughs> what? what? Wait, wait, is this magic too? I don't know, but look, I just want to take a picture, and it, it took me to a website. Oh, my God. And... The website is themarvelousmagicalfaker.com. 
<laughs> and it's all about how much of a fake he is, and it's debunking all of his things. I don't know. Does that sound fun? Yes. Oh, yes. It absolutely <laughs> does. And so, Bertie and Georgie, you're sort of huddled around Georgie's phone when you hear a voice saying, All right, okay, ladies, I'm pretty sure Brett didn't say, Sit on the body. I lost my contact. Oh, I found it. It's fine. <laughs> Deputy Bollinger and Renette Bollinger are standing just outside of the ambulance looking at you. Bertie, you're, you're kind of huddled over this body. Uh, the sheet is askew. You're holding a knitting needle in one hand. Georgie, you've got your, you've got Bonette wearing a little hat. Oh, Renette, we have to know if you finished the cravat. I, I did finish the cravat and, um, I think I, I was able to uh, tie it very carefully onto Bonette before I sobered up. So, yes, Bonette is very fancy. Yeah, this is a pretty fancy bunny. That's a very fancy bunny. All right, ladies, come on. Out, out of the ambulance. Everybody out oh of the ambulance. My God, I was so worried. Contacts are so expensive. <laughs> And uh, I found it. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but now that you have found it, we're leaving of our own accord and for no other reason. All right. Okay. Look, I'm. I don't know what you're doing in the ambulance, but you've been around murder enough to know that you can't what actually. What are you just... doing around the ambulance? Huh? I came out here to talk to my sister about the murders, and then Your first I... mistake. She doesn't want to talk to you. Boom. No, she wants. She's my sister. She loves me, and I love her. And he pats the top of your head. Who said you could touch me? Come on, I'm your brother. I can. I can touch your head. I no. always touch your head. Uh. Uh-uh. No. He tries to tries to touch your head again. No. I I slap his arm away. No. I'm older. You don't get to do that. <laughs> all Little right. Shit. You heard the woman respect her rights. And how about you all? Just away from the ambulance. Hey, is that a? Is that a rabbit? None of your business. No, wait, wait. Is that the rabbit? And he pulls out his notepad and starts flipping through. Is this the rabbit that was under the stage? Maybe. Okay. Uh, I'm going to need to take that rabbit for police evidence. This rabbit is a clue and probably a witness to whatever happened here. So I'm going to need to go I ahead was and... saying. Yeah. I'm gonna need to... but, yeah I mean, um, Renette is conflicted. Yeah. All right. Uh, just uh, hand over that that uh, that rabbit there. I will go put him in a box and bring him down to the station for evidence. You're gonna put him in a box? That's a living being. Yeah, I don't feel good about this. All right. What, what are your What are your rabbit handling qualifications? What are your small animal handling qualifications? Yeah. Do you have any are, references? Are you, you? Yeah. Are you, you skilled in animal handling? All right. Are look. you a parent of a small mammal presently? Yeah. One of my One of my kids got a turtle. That's, so you just put them in a box and they're fine. Not a mammal. All right, come on. That's not, not a, a mammal. Yeah, not a mammal. Look, mammal, turtle, whatever. I not, just, I know that. Not, look, no, not I'm going to get a box. I'm getting a box oh. that that rabbit is evidence. Hand it over. No. We're, we're looking at, the, what's the bunny going to tell you? Well, I don't know. We got to bring it down to the station and do forensics on it. 
What kind what? of forensics are you talking? It's a clue. It's a witness for whatever happened here. We gotta, I gotta investigate it. Well, it seems to me that if it's a witness, it can't leave the crime scene yet until we're done questioning. I mean, yeah, if it's you and Fern are done questioning everyone. So I think that I will just hang on to this witness and keep it safe and keep her safe and keep her from, you know, leaving. Or being tampered with, if she is both uh, yeah. witness and evidence. Yeah, if you put her in, in a the box, safest she's just hands gonna, right now. If you put her in a box, she's just going to chew through it, and then just you're, and then you've lost your witness. Yeah, rabbits don't chew through boxes; they chew through lettuce. Come on, they chew through anything. What, what do you think a box is made of? Uh, not lettuce. It's you it's know all plant, it's dead plant fibers, obviously. It's, okay, look, everybody, back inside, everybody. Uh, this ambulance, and at that point, Brett jogs back out. Thank you. He would have gotten out of the ambulance part first, I think, even though we're talking. Renette, like, R- Renette's going to help you get down. Yeah, yeah. As oh, we're yeah. arguing with him, we're like getting out of the ambulance. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Yeah. And you're out. You're all on the street on the sidewalk when Brett jogs back out. Thank you so much for watching this. I you couldn't believe how many. Like it's gotten a lot easier on me when I just ask people to watch the body when I need to run away. You wouldn't believe some of the issues I've. And he closes the back of the ambulance. I'm gonna go. Hey, Brett. Yeah. Have mm-hmm. bodies disappeared on you lately? Is that what you were implying? Um, I'm not allowed to talk about those things. Uh huh. Uh huh. That's mm-hmm. not a no. That's definitely not a no. And I'd say it's even more concerning that that you're not allowed to talk about it and also that it's not a no. I'm conflicted because there are things I'm legally not allowed to talk about, but I don't like to lie. I feel like I should just go. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so... Which body was it? Yeah, I'm going to go. I'm going to go right now. Mm. So that's basically a confirmation. No, was I it... no, legally it's not. Mm. I'm go- I got to go. I, legally I to... it's not anything. But it's also uh, under the table it's not nothing. Brett, we'll be in touch. Yeah. Brett sort of stares back at the the four of you and kind of looks a little curious for a moment. Georgie, you can see that Philip is giving Renette bunny ears and Brett's kind of like looking at that strangely and then gets back in the ambulance and starts to go. Um, stop that. Stop it. <laughs> You're a child. I swear. But I'm not doing anything. She's my sister. I'm allowed to touch her head and he tries to touch her head. I uh, turn around. I reach up really high to try to give him a noogie. Okay. Bertie and Georgie, the Bollinger's, are having issues here on the sidewalk. Yeah, if it helps, I do kick him behind the knee so she can get to him better. Oh. Thank you, Brody. Teamwork. Just very lightly. Yeah. Uh, Renette, you get the noogie in. Mm-hmm. A few moments later, the four of you are back inside the siren. And uh, Philip says, just look, I'm going to find a box. I'm going to get that rabbit. Three of you just wait over there. I got to go find a box. And he starts walking around looking for a box for the rabbit. And it okay. looks like the three of you have an opportunity 
to do whatever it is you would like to do. Yeah, okay. we're just going to keep the keep the bunny away from my little dipshit brother. I mean, thank you for holding on to the bunny so I don't have to hold on to the bunny. I'm going through a lot of feelings right now. The bunny is right here if you want to pick her up. I don't want do you to want pick a pet her up. Do actively, you want to pet her? I actively do not want to touch the bunny. It's furry and gross. But I also don't want anything bad to befall this tiny creature. Well, we won't let your brother have her. Okay. I kind of want to see how Anthony reacts to the bunny and vice versa. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it it could hurt, could it? Just to, like, get more information about this particular clue? Yeah, wasn't, uh, wasn't Anthony around when I found the bunny? Anthony, Jessica, and Joey were all there when you crawled out from under the stage with the bunny, and they all seemed like they didn't know it. Yeah, that's what and, I thought. Yeah, so those three were there. Okay. Oh, right, and... Renette, there's this weird thing. It's like magic that we found. And I show her the the picture that Georgie took with the QR code that goes to that mm-hmm. website. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's a QR Marvelous. code. What do, they, what do they call them? A QR code. No, the ma- mag- fuck. Uh, marvelous Magical... Faker? Faker. Yeah, yeah not very that's clever, just... but that's mm-hmm. fine. Huh. Mm-hmm. Was this wet or was it planted on him after he was pulled out of the water? Was this tucked into his lapel, like, during or before the act? Or if this was planted on him afterwards, that could be a big difference. He had changed out of most of his wet clothes when he was found. So this was a, this was in, this was dry. Oh, so it was already in his uh, change of costume. Interesting. So who handles costumes? What if, okay, hear me out. I don't know if this is crazy. But what if you would know things about costumes? Mm. If he was like, his costume, the one that he was put in was lined with something he was like super allergic to or like a poison or something. And it like reacted to the skin because it was like, he was, he was like damp and that somehow reacts. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it causes the stuff to, you know, soak in. That's a thing. That's a thing. It feels like you have the opportunity to go metal somewhere or other now. It looks like you're getting close to a theory. Was there anyone that you wanted to talk to? Was there any place that you wanted to look? Well, um, if our if our current theory that we're thinking about is that maybe someone was meddling with his costumes, I'd say it's we should go look at that costume rack. See if there's any more evidence. Yeah. And then maybe if we're able to find a clue, then we we can check in once with one or two, maybe one person. Yeah. Depending on what we find. Mm-hmm. Any of them had access to his costumes, but I mean, only one of them is in charge. So the three of you make it back to Magnus's dressing room. It looks like LaShawn has cleaned up all of the makeup and packed that away. There are still a few of Magnus's personal items, the same ones, Georgie and Bertie, that you saw when you were in here before. And it looks like the rack of costumes is still as it was previously. Well, this is my area, so I'm going to go ahead and do an investigate. 
I'd like to meddle with the costumes and examine it, see if there's anything amiss. Describe that meddling for me. Well, you know, I know the ins and outs of a of a good costume rack. I can look at a costume rack and get a good idea of what of the order of events in the show. Uh, I'm examining that, um, the kind of hangers used, uh, if there's anything out of the ordinary, anything that sticks out. I'd say I'm probably using reason for this because I'm using my past experience and logic. Okay. All right, that's an 11. So you're going through this rack of clothes. This looks nice. This one's a little worn. This could use some maintenance. This one's nice. And while you don't find anything particularly suspicious about the clothing itself, when you get to the end of the rack, you're maybe a little disappointed because you were hoping that you would find something clothing related, but your foot kicks into something on the ground, shuffles across the floor a little bit and stops. And it looks like on the floor is a book. All right, take a look at this here book. It is Magic Tricks for Beginners. Oh, interesting. What's a, what's a Magic Trick for Beginners book doing in this um, skilled and experienced uh, magician's dressing room. It's very well worn. Someone has been spending a lot of time with this book. How old is it? I look at the copyright page. Is this like recent and well worn, or is it maybe maybe it was uh, Magnus's first magic book that he keeps on him as like a token? Fairly recent. Okay, so it's not like a childhood relic. It also makes sense that there's a, I'd, I'd say it goes with the, the bunny. If there's like a novice or an amateur magician around here, makes sense that the first, one of the first things that they'd go for is a, is a bunny. It's kind of a cliche. And that's kind of how people were, you know, were reacting to the idea of a white rabbit being loose that only amateurs use them. Yeah. And that they probably wouldn't be a guild member. Yeah, definitely not. It feels like there's two different sets of clues, if that makes sense. Like, there's the newspaper newspaper clipping with Trader written in blue pen, um, as well as the White Rabbit, the business card for the MarvelousMagicalFaker.com, and then the Magic Trick for Beginners book. All of that seems like it ties in together. But then again, there's the missing toolbox, the gossip about... Jim and LaShawn's secret wedding, but then maybe the affair and then the restraining order. It feels like there is so much going on. Did that newspaper clipping didn't give the name of the rival illusionist? It did not. I know that um, Anthony seemed surprised to see the rabbit, but this, per- I don't know. I If we really don't think it's him, I I can drop this line of thinking. But it just seems like he has something nasty to say about everyone and everything that he says that is nasty can help him in some way. So I I think it's kind of connected because he is the assistant. So to me, it makes sense that he would be the one trying to 
break out from under Magnus and establish his own career. But maybe he's just the assistant and doesn't know magic tricks as well. And perhaps Magnus was supposed to take him under his wing and teach him, and but never did. So he got this magic book to learn magic. He got this rabbit to help him do tricks. Maybe he started this slander site to undermine him. And, you know, when that failed, he left that as almost a calling card. I'm not sure. Maybe this rival illusionist, perhaps he was a rival, but perhaps Magnus taught him. And maybe Anthony was mad about him teaching this rival illusionist or taking that person under his wing. And so he left that as a threat in Magnus's dressing room. I mean, the stolen toolbox easily could have been he needed tools to get under the crawl space to do whatever he needed to do to help with that costume change or get to a poison or whatever was done to murder Magnus and even to set up Jim because part of Anthony's plan could have really been dependent on Jim. I mean, he did say, well, anybody could, you know, he made really nasty comments about him the restraining order even what if he was making up the whole thing about LaShawn having an affair with Joey and that caused a fight between Jim and Joey at which point there would have been a restraining order to me that's how it fits together but I also understand that there are a few places there that seem a little far flung he just personally rubbed me the wrong way I think you have a really fair point and that's a really let's keep thinking on that I think okay I think you're on to something. And I I'm do sh- think that he would have the most motive. Yeah. Um, I think that, the only yeah. thing that surprises me is how quick he was to throw everyone else under the bus and how abrasive he was. And that's coming from me because that seems suspicious in itself. But that being said, all of that makes perfect sense. And I think we should definitely think about this with him as one of the prime suspects, if not the prime. Yeah. Because I, I do think that it is a... When you are trying to save face and make sure you are not the person who is under, like, suspicion, people tend to throw out, well, so-and-so is terrible, and -and so-and-so could have done it, and this terrible thing is, he's trying so hard to make us look at everyone else. Yeah, I think that, that makes sense. If there's somebody else that we think has good motive, let's talk about that. I mean, it seems that everyone here has drama. But Anthony has the most uh, solid motive that that we've seen so far. I will also say I kind of just don't trust Joey Gold. He does. Mm. I don't um, trust that guy either. I, I would say he's my. I think all of these all of these uh, interesting characters have something they're hiding for sure. But agree. With Joey, maybe he just got tired of Magnus and he wanted something different. He wanted to set this up as a big PR stunt, yes. use the murder to like then boost, you know, Antony um, or whoever else he wanted to be his new act, you know, like a rise from the ashes kind of thing. It's a similar motive. So it's a similar it's motive. <laughs> and, but the, and the clues fit similarly. So I think there is maybe somebody else we need to talk to or maybe we need one more clue because in a similar line of thinking of a a rival illusionist causing Magnus to lose bookings, that would be a reason for Joey to off 
I mean, Joey and Anthony could be working together or it could just be Joey, but it would be a reason for Joey to offload Magnus, right? And Anthony seemed to be really sure that Joey would be able to get him a deal now that Magnus was gone. So that's still some of that novice magician stuff laying around could still belong to Anthony, but it could still be Joey that wanted Magnus gone. Or it could have been something they set up together. Yeah. And they planned for Jim to take the fall. Yes. Which would go um, along with some of the gossip that had been planted. Um, the yeah. restraining order, for one. Mm-hmm. Um, but that would be interesting. I, I also do think that Anthony's just kind of a shit stirrer, which fair. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's one of them, maybe it's both. I do feel like it was being set up that Jim was supposed to look the m- most suspicious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With okay. the missing toolbox and the yes, yeah. So we have we also have a lot of theories as to the actual cause of death, but we haven't landed on uh, any evidence that um, explicitly points it out. He didn't drown because he had made it out of the tank and was in the middle of a costume right. change. Yes. So the idea that they're setting Jim up to take the fall could work. The they'd have to be assuming that no one would check to see if Magnus drowned because the idea would be that he wasn't, he, the malfunction would be something about him not making out of the tank, but he made it out of the tank and he was in the middle of a costume change and then just didn't make it through the costume change. (laughs) Right. Maybe they had a bunch of contingency plans. Maybe they, maybe the point was it was either supposed to look like an accident or, I really think it's not necessarily to frame someone. Mm-hmm. I think it's more so for the PR of this tragic accident, this tragic thing that happens, and then they can move past that with like a boost in, uh, you know, a boost in the news. Like this Listen murder ripped our little company apart, but look at Anthony Rise, you know, like yeah, under Joey's. Yeah. yeah, support. You know, in honor of. Yeah. Yeah. Rise from the trauma. Interesting. So, anyways, do you think Pearl would like a friend? I think I'm keeping this bunny. You can take her. Just don't let my dipshit brother at her. 